This is your captain speaking. As you can tell in the cabin, we're hitting some shaky times, and it's about to get worse. So please take a moment, make sure you are buckled, and the loved ones around you are buckled. Because we're about to hit turbulent truth. In three, two, one. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome, welcome, welcome all y'all to, uh, to turbulent truth. This is, uh, this is where we say whatever pops in our head. It generally has something to do with what's going on in the world or the country or our house or uh, uh, just whatever pops up, basically. So, And it's cheaper than therapy. It is cheaper than therapy. <laughs> a lot. A lot. <laughs> we actually make a little money when somebody buys a dang shirt. Buy a shirt, please. This is a good one, boy. This That's one, a great one. This one right here. I like that one. Kind of, uh, and then you timely. just have the good traditional V-neck, you yeah. know, turbulent truth, nice... Oh, wrong way. Turn the truth hat. The communist you know. hat. Yeah. yeah, you know. Well, you I know can't what? wear the commie hat, dude. Well, you know. Gadsden. Anyway. I'm sold out to cheese. We don't sell these, though. This is not our product. Mm. We digress. Uh, we're <laughs> glad to have you. I'm Gary Chapman. And I'm still Scott Kutcher. And we do digress. That's kind of what we do for a little while. And then we wrap it all up in the love of Jesus. And uh, you know what I think? Do you know anybody else that's doing what we're doing? A couple of old white guys don't care what you think of us at all. Just ready to roar, right? With love. But, <laughs> and a consistent cough. He's, he, he, oh, you know. COVID, you know. <clears throat> no, the, uh, I, I don't think anybody else puts the spin on it. I don't think it. so. That we, not only do we not care a whole lot whether or not you think we're cool or likable, we don't care what's happening in the world in the end because Jesus is king. king. Period. Period. Our you're whole goal to, is to hopefully make story. you laugh. Say period, you say end of story. Really? Period. End of story. See? We're a team. That's cue that. card. Where's the cue card? Oh, we don't have a staff. <laughs> no, it, and it's important. To it get is. consistently reminded that you don't have to be afraid. Yeah, exactly. You don't have to freak out. Yes, nope. the world's on fire. We get it. Yeah. And Jesus is king. So um, I like the dramatic pause. I wasn't going to finish it. You weren't. You were going to let me just... I was going to let you hang 30 minutes later. Because the dramatic pause has such a great benefit to it. It does. It does. Yes. Absolutely. Okay. And the All less right. I talk, I find that the ratings go up. That is true. That is that's very consistent. All of our research proves it. And whoever keeps DMing me, say, bring Cassie back. Stop it, please. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. There, so I have, I have captured a few things that we can... Uh, oh, there's some things. We like, can play and comment on. Well... So, <laughs> what? Well, there's a lot of things we can talk. Our problem is there's so much these days, right, that everyone is, you know, processing and... Uh, and, and it's filtering in, and they're okay. Is it true? Is it not true? And then you pray for discernment, and all this stuff. It's just it's going like this now, mm -hmm. and I feel like, okay, yeah. What are we gonna? So we come into the studio, and we go, what are we gonna talk about? Yeah. And it's kind of like, I don't know. What do you want to talk about? I don't know. What right? do you want to talk about? And next thing you know, something pops in our head, and we're off to the races. Yeah. And the first thing that popped in my head is the whole Tucker Carlson oh, wow. thing. I mean, okay, okay, so. <laughs> There's this guy, this just came out. Yep. There's this guy, Today. Chad something, I don't know him. Um, it's a Norwegian name. 
whatever. Something I don't know. So he he's he's writing a biography. Yep. On for Tucker uh, Tucker Carlson's life. He's been doing it. I guess working on About it for a year, a year or whatever. Yeah. Yep. Uh, been spending time with Tucker and his family and all of his staff. And been on the you show, know, all that stuff. You, you know, he's he's it's the deep dive. This is oh, who yeah. this dude really is. That's Absolutely. his job, right? Yep. So he put out, he tweeted out a video today. He sure did. That we're about to show you. That Tucker retweeted with two big eyes, <laughs> just going what? So like, uh, I think we should just play it. Yeah, it, it, absolutely, it's worth it. You talk about self. It's short and sweet. Hey guys, Chabak Moore here. I'm the author of a new biography about Tucker Carlson titled Tucker. I have spent the last year researching and writing this book. And during that time, I've gotten to know Tucker, his family, his friends, and his staff very well. In fact, I've gotten to know Tucker the person, not the caricature that his enemies try to portray. I was working closely with Tucker when he was taken off the air by Fox. And as some of you know, I was also a regular on his show. And I happened to be a guest on the final episode of the show, which was on April 21st. I've also seen the monologue that Tucker planned to deliver on Monday, April 24th, before his show was abruptly taken off the air. That monologue dealt with, among other things, investigations around January 6th, and particularly Ray Epps, the only person captured on video inciting people to violence at the Capitol that day, and allegedly an FBI informant, who still has not been arrested or charged. Ironically, a good part of the monologue also dealt with the people and forces that are trying to silence him, like AOC and others in government. It has now been reported that his firing was a condition demanded by Dominion as part of the settlement with Fox. Although Dominion has denied this, my sources have intimate knowledge of the situation and they have assured me, even before this news leaked, that that is in fact the truth. If that is true, it would mean that a small group of people who have a controlling interest in Dominion have managed to silence what is arguably the most important and influential conservative voice in the country, possibly until after the next presidential election. Knowing Tucker's I do, I'm confident that he will not be silenced, as I'm sure all of you are as well. If you're interested in knowing more, if you want to know about who Tucker is, about his history, his passions, and what motivates him. Again, the title of the book is Tucker, and it's available for pre-order now at tuckerthebook.com or wherever books are sold. Hmm. So, get hmm. yourself a book. <laughs> hmm. Okay, that opens up. Uh, let's just say there's, we can do a lot of fishing. We can fish for months oh, yeah. with the worms that are in the can that just got open. <laughs> That's just unbelievable. So, and completely believable if you pay attention. Eventually, the truth always comes out. It does. Always. We've been saying it. We've been saying it. We've been saying it. We've been re-saying it. You cannot stop the truth eventually it's going to happen. That's it. So the, the people that are tied to Dominion, the people who own Dominion, the people who have benefited from, clearly benefited and promoted that lie, mm -hmm. that's every major media outlet. All of them. Yeah. Every single one. Yep. Name one that's not. Newsmax? That's nah, not major. Sorry. Okay, it's not major. With Still respect. Minor. Yeah. Just saying. They'll get there. I'm talking about all the three-letter no, folks. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Absolutely. There's there's no doubt. And, and what the thing that blows me away about this whole situation 
is that everyone wants to jump to this conclusion, jump to that conclusion, and they all grab these lenses of their perspective according to their worldview, and they don't stop for a moment and go, where's the data? Mm-hmm. Show, sh- show me more. If we've learned anything, if we don't learn to pause and let God give God room to do what God's going to do, yep. we are going to continuously have this weird, unnecessary battle going on. Mm-hmm. Just because we want to be right, mm-hmm. but it's not about us. It's about him being right. That's right. It's about his truth. It has nothing to do with us. And conveniently, he's never wrong. Right. 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 So. Uh, so God is too big to cancel. Is what you're telling me? No, no, that's not what I told you. This is a T-shirt idea, and we shouldn't say it out loud because you don't have it available for sale yet. Well, let's not say it out loud, but stay tuned because we will unveil a new one. It's close to what he said, but he didn't remember it right, so I'm going to retext it to him so he doesn't screw it up. (laughs) That is called redlining. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) All right, so uh, really quick, the the Republican... uh, the race for the Republican nomination. That's getting interesting. It's, it's about to get interesting. Yeah, it is. Uh, uh, Governor DeSantis apparently is going to announce this week, I guess, sometime. Who knows? I There's, think it's his time. I, I don't either. And, and I think he's going to find that out pretty quickly. Mm. I think he almost has to do it now mm. because of, uh, what's that guy? Is it Ken Griffin? There's some, some oh, big money yeah, guy. Yeah, shout him out. That's, that's put so much money, so much effort, so much push. Yeah. Uh, and all the people that hate Trump, that that are super rhino, they 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 know that that's the one guy that they yeah. could that could win. Sure, right? Sure. And the, and their odds even, could they control him? I don't know. I've never met the man, but the odds of being able to control him are much higher than, than Trump. Trump. Yeah, because that's just not going to happen. Yeah, he's out of control. So, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, <clears throat> uh, also. Tim Scott announced today. I like him. Senator of South, South Carolina? North Carolina. North thought, Carolina? Yeah. That's right. Yeah. I love that dude. Uh, I do too. Black dude, smart, smart, smart. Super smart. Funny. Obviously a godly man. Uh, you know, solid, solid, solid guy. Yeah. So I had a thought, and I know you probably had the same one. When I saw him announce, I thought, first of all, dude, really... Well, don't, why? Right? Right, sure. Exactly. He's already got $22 million in his war chest. Wow. He's, he's going to make a little bang, right? Interesting. Okay. Here's what I think happens. I think he does make a mark because to have a young black Republican guy is cool. Yeah, especially. It's, it's like yeah. Obama 2008 when everybody went, all right. Hey, yeah. Hey. Oh, yeah. All right. I did for a minute. I went, sure. You know what? Dude seems smart. Seems like a decent guy. I was wrong. That's twice in my life, and I, I hated it both times. I hated it both times. No, I'm calling every ex-wife you've got. That's <laughs> true. I'm gonna need to see your cell plan because you may need to bump it. Up. Might have bump it up a little bit. No, the uh, <laughs> the the reality of of him getting in the race. I think he's going to be the vice president. Yes. Right? I would. That would be my pick. If I was Donald Trump, I'd say, okay, who has been consistent? It's about consistency. Right. Who has not only talked it, but who's walked it out? Yep. He's got a pretty darn good track record so far. Oh, yeah. All right? So you're looking at the consistency. 
The black thing, don't care, but the world does. And because that's the dialogue that the left wants to base everything yeah. off of, it is cool it that, it would be, yeah. that it would be a you know, black guy that, that would be in there. It takes a bullet out of their gun. Yeah, it, it does. does. It does. What I do love is the fact that done right, if he is the vice president, you have someone with fresh, good ideas that is behind a guy that is willing to take all the bullets mm -hmm. while they reestablish our country. Mm -hmm. Then the handoff makes sense. Boom. Then, then it makes sense. Because there's no better work study than to be the vice president and see what really happens inside the Oval Office. Yeah. So, so I, I don't know. I think it makes a lot of sense what you just said. I do believe yeah. that regardless of who gets in that particular skirmish, I think Trump's going to win that nomination regardless. Uh, and I've, I've actually got, uh, I found a video of, they got a few of them and they put them in a room together okay. to just try to sort through some things, get some strategy things right. Okay. And I'm going to show it to the folks here. Okay. It's a honey badger. Oh my God. Oh, they're mean. There you go. That's Trump. That's what's going to happen. <laughs> that's eventually, that's how it's going to work out. Wow. Oh my gosh. Wow. So, you know, you got to give credit where credit is due. I don't know of very many people on this earth that can take the pummeling that man has taken and continue to move forward and continue to not give up mm -hmm. and continue to, to fight. It's, it's mind-boggling to me to watch. Yeah. And that's where you start to go, okay, okay. Yeah. Well, no. the reality is every, all the stuff <clears throat> that we're looking at with the border and mm. Ukraine and China and the money problems How's and that title the COVID going? silliness and all the... Oh, everything. Everything. Yeah, insane. Everything. We really need somebody... <clears throat> that is just going to go in there and with a brilliant mind not care what anybody thinks yeah and get it done he has nothing quit to lose. screwing around you know the man that's most dangerous is when he has nothing to lose there you go and they've tried to take everything he really doesn't have anything to lose at this point no no honey badger don't care so um there have been you know there's a lot of these uh these these committees having their hearings and oh yeah Interviewing various. You saw the one with the three FBI guys, right? It's amazing. Unbelievable. It's amazing. Didn't we show part of that last week? Did I, we? No. Did we not? I don't think so. Not the three FBI guys, no. They were amazing. Those three guys are absolute heroes. They're patriots. I believe we had this conversation before the camera went on. When when uh, when Trump gets in office and properly the FBI gets completely defunded and a new federal police 
organization I love gets all formed. What you're saying right now. Gets formed. Loving it. Because we need to have one that we can trust, right? Yes. Interstate crime. Because it's gotten out of hand. You, got, you, you can't. I think those three guys that were in that hearing should run it. There's the director. There you go. The assistant director. There you go. And whatever the third position is called. Yeah. Those are the people you want. Go to go to the local places and find the best guy in that in that squad. I mean, when you heard their lineage Let of what they've accomplished, it's amazing, and and their track record at the FBI until they were a whistleblower is phenomenal. Yeah, those are the guys you want running it. exactly because they're not bureaucrats. Yeah, and they're not going to sell out. No, they're not going to sell out. No, they just gave up their dream job mm-hmm. to be a whistleblower. So, but in, in all those hearings, there's been some amazing moments that the mainstream is not going to show you. Of course just not. not. You know where, where I'm finding a lot of it is on uh, Forbes. Really? They truly are interesting. kind of focused on it. It's an interesting thing. So there's, there's two or three of them we can run through. This is, I believe... Mr. Banks, you're recognized for five minutes. Mr. Secretary, in April 2021... Okay, I'll reset that. You really run through, and this one is Mr. Banks. You recognize for shut up, lady. Right. I don't want you to talk yet, Mr. Banks. Oh, she's so quick, she's so fast. Do yeah. it, reset it, and I'll hit it. You ready? Really? See if we can do it. No, I, got, I got, still got to set it up verbally. I didn't do it yet. It's true. So, this is a uh, uh, education secretary, what's his name, Miguel Cardona, mm-hmm. and they all, all of them do the same thing. They all dance. Oh, of course Nobody they do. Nobody will answer. No one answers the question. Qu- no. No. They're- they don't have that word. They don't have that word in their vocabulary. <laughs> they don't have yes. They don't they have, have no. 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 They can't say it. Mm-mm. It just won't come out somehow. Because, because they know they're going to mm. implicate themselves in whatever's going on. So here is uh, here's Miguel Cardona having to deal with one of the smartest people I think is there you recognized for five minutes. Mr. Secretary, in April 2021, your department proposed a rule incentivizing public schools to incorporate critical race theory in U.S. history and civics classes. The rule cited Ibram X. Kendi's work and the 1619 Project as examples of the sort of ideas that the department would promote. However, just three months later, you backtracked on the plan and released a watered-down updated guidance that didn't mention Ibram X. Kendi or the 1619 Project. Mr. Secretary, why did the department remove references to Ibram X. Kendi and the 1619 Project in its updated guidance? Thank you, Congressman, for the question. Uh, We take uh, the role of supporting our districts and schools very seriously, and we know that decisions around curricular uh, materials are best left to local districts, and we'll continue to have that belief as we move forward. So you, you, it, it, the guidance was there to telling teachers and schools, go teach about Ibram X. Kendi and 1619 Project. You took it out. Did you take it out because you decided ultimately that what they're teaching is inappropriate to teach our kids? Well, as I said, uh, Congressman Banks, we take the role very seriously of what we have, and the federal government doesn't have a role in curriculum. But what we recognize and what you mentioned Illustrates I'm, I'm asking whether or not it's appropriate. Mr. Kendi called Justice Amy Coney Barrett a white colonizer because she adopted two Haitian children. Do you think that's appropriate to teach our kids? What I was going to say earlier, sir, is Mr. Kendi also in his book, he stated that capitalism is essentially racist. So at one point you wanted to teach our kids 
Ibram X. Kendi's uh, findings and his teachings that capitalism is racist. Do you believe capitalism is essentially racist? What I was going to say, sir, is that this issue of, uh, you know, even the grant proposals that we put out, where while we don't uh, influence curriculum, has become uh, the target of, of divisive culture wars. And we choose to stay above that and really focus on supporting our districts. I don't know and if it's Ibram uh, X. Kendi argue that white people created the AIDS virus. Is that divisive? Sir, I would ask you to save the questions for perhaps that author. What I would say is we're Sir, focused. You, it, it was in your um, original uh, uh, rules proposal. You wanted to teach our kids Ibram X, what Ibram X. Kendi and the 1619 Project said. 1619 Project teaches that Abraham Lincoln is a white supremacist. Is Abraham Lincoln a white supremacist? Sir, again, you could choose to use your time to be divisive. I want to work together. Uh, Mr. Secretary, students you, have asked in, me, a, in a, a rules proposal, you wanted to teach this garbage to our kids. You eventually backtracked on it. I, I was just hoping you would tell us you backtracked on it because ultimately you've, you came to the conclusion that it's inappropriate to teach our kids critical race theory or some of the garbage that 1619 Project and even X Kendi uh, teach, but apparently you don't want to tell us that today. Dude, I, I, come I, on. I, it Answer the dang they question. They can't. They because can't. they can't tell the truth. No, they cannot. And the truth is, he had to walk it back. Yeah. Because of social pressure. Yep. Because people like us are saying, exactly right. enough, stop. That's and, why. That's exactly Period, what Period, end of story. And he didn't have the. Cajones. Fortitude. <laughs> Cajones. <laughs> I was, balls is actually what okay. I was looking for. To, to just take it on the chin and go, you know what? Yeah, we needed to take it out because we do want to support the local districts. And the local districts overwhelmingly said, we don't want this. So we'd heard them and we... Took it out. He would have been... He would have looked so much better than... Of course he would have. But he can't do that. No, 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 no. Nope. Absolutely cannot. Here's another one. Oh, and you're recognized for five minutes. <clears throat> Thank you. Thank you, Secretary, for being here. Uh, I'm going to go back a little bit. Um, my dad uh, received his PhD in 1951 in soil science. Uh, Burgess uh, Owens, agronomy. NFL player. Uh, I received a, uh, my biology and chemistry degree in 75 and uh, in your biology. I know you, you graduated in 2001. Um, one of the things that we shared in common, my dad and I, even though there's a 24-year difference, it's something called organic chemistry. And organic chemistry is a study of organic, organic compounds, property reactions, and predictability. In other words, it's order. Even though you graduated in a different study altogether, wouldn't you agree that changes in organic chemistry can't change because we wish it to be so? I would want to engage in further conversation. Well, no, this is a very simple question. Uh, Can we change the properties and reactions of organic chemistry because we believe that we wish it so? Um, yes or no? I mean, it's just based on your, your basic common sense. What do you think? I, I don't have enough information okay, well, I'll about say organic this. chemistry I'll, I'll say this to, a to answer. As a scientist, I'll say no. You cannot change organic chemistry. If we did, we would not have a, a pharmaceutical industry alive today. Mm -hmm. Okay? Uh, <clears throat> there's another law, law, law of gravity. And I know that the Biden administration believes in executive orders, but let me just ask you this. Based on equity, is it possible to change the law of gravity so blacks no longer are impacted by it? I'm the not, answer is no. I'm not sure, Okay, sir, no, 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 well, Let me just say that my, my point is this. Uh, the law of gravity is one of God's laws. It's not going to change because we wish it so. Right. It's based on predictability. 
Now, I was a top athlete in high school. I went to the University of Miami All-American, played in the NFL All-Pro. It was based on the fact, as a man, there's certain things we can predict about me. My chromosomes, DNA, hormones, muscle mass, bone mass. Would you say it would be fair for me, any time in this process, from high school until 30 years old, that I had a chance to box or wrestle with your daughter, competing with your daughter? Thank you, uh, Congressman. I think I understand now the line of questioning that you're getting to. Uh, let me just be very clear here. Well, it's, no, it's the my... question, the qu I, 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 don't, I want to make sure I have just a few, few minutes here. The question is, would that be fair for me with what I just described as a man, because I, I, I decided I want to change myself to being a woman, that I can now compete against your daughter? Yeah, it's my responsibility and my privilege to make okay. sure that all students all right. have access. Let me just say this. Let me, I'm sorry. Please just bear with me. Would you say, as an 18-year-old young man, that if me and some of my homeboys decided we wanted to be women, would it be okay for your daughter for me to go into your daughter's bathroom to expose myself because I felt I was a woman? Would that be fair to your daughter? Uh, Congressman, I, by I, the way, I have, by, the, by the way, I have five daughters, so I am very passionate about the questions I ask you right now, and I would think it would be no question in your mind as a father what these answers should be. There should not be hemming and hawing about this. this Congressman, this, there's, nothing, your now. there's nothing in our proposed Title IX regulations that uh, determine how bathrooms should be used. Okay, okay, all right, let's, let's move on. Let's move on. There's, there's something here I want to share with everybody. Sure. Um, <clears throat> it's called the Cloward Pivot Strategy. Something put in place back in 1966, and I hope Americans really pay attention to this. Mm -hmm. uh, it was uh, two Marxists yep. uh, from Columbia. Their goal was very simply to, to, pro, to propose a, and by the way, this time when the Democrats owned the House, Senate, and, and administration, propose a, 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 to create a crisis in the current welfare system that would ultimately bring about its collapse and replace it with a system of guaranteed annual income, which is Marxism. They hoped to accomplish this by informing the poor blacks, poor black Americans, of their rights to welfare and assistance, encouraging them to apply for benefits, in effect, overloading the already overburdened local and national bureaucracy. Uh, would you agree to use misery as a political strategy is the essence of evil? Uh, Congressman, I'm, I'll be very pleased to share how our budget is going to help I'm our not, students. No, no, I'm, right now I'm, just, I'm, not, I'm talking about using misery to get an agenda across. Is that evil? Sir, I'll, I'll, I say this. I'll say, let me just say this. Uh, it is. By the way, the results of this, uh, this is a... Uh, 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 winning to the race, create gener the, created this effort of Cloven Previn, created generations of black people for whom working for a living was an, is an attraction. I came through a community in which we led the country in the growth of the middle class, men matriculated from college, men committed to marriage. This is what did us in. Political, progressive policies that hurt our kids. I want to place the record. 23 schools in Baltimore have zero proficiency in math. Yep. And I would, I would bet you, if your child was in these schools here, you wouldn't sit around and say it's okay to leave them there. You'd do ever, whatever you had to do, regardless of your income. You would take two or three, four jobs. Poor people have the same love for their kids as, as elitists. So I want to say that, uh, I want to pass, I want to end it, end it to the record. Uh, American people waking up. American people waking up. We're going to get this done. You know, I would say, I would say that was a touchdown. Yes. Yes. And he wasn't even touched. No. 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 You know, right here in Williamson County, uh, stats have come out that 36% of third graders 
aren't even able to be proficient in reading. I know. I know. My if you girl's go, school is one of the few that actually rises above. Yeah. If you go back to why we started our public school system, and you really want to be honest, it was started in such a way that it systematically didn't want God to be part of it. It was all to put people in lock and step and create the original AI, mm -hmm. which were the middle to low class individuals that didn't have the clout, influence, or pedigree to be able to be in the upper part. And when they started normalizing everything for colleges and everyone could start getting grants and Pell Grants and all these different loans and stuff to go, that's when, if you really start looking at that timeline, that is when it started going from education to indoctrination. Wow. Wow. I never, I never did put all that together. I should read more. <sighs> well, <laughs> your passion about current events, my passion is also... How did we get here? How did we get here? I want to know the history. Yeah. Because history unveils yeah. truth. It just does. Real history. Not omitted. Not changed. Not modified. Real history, if you look at it, always tells the truth. Why do you think they hate the Bible? That's true. Yeah. The Bible is a historic document, people. It is. It's a documentation of multiple eyewitnesses over multiple generations that has been confirmed over and over and over. Mm -hmm. Guess what makes a historical event true? Three. Three witnesses. Mm -hmm. There you go. So, anyways. Okay, quick turn. Um, <laughs> There's my tangent. I like it. So, uh, clearly we, you know... We take our bite of the apple, if you know what I'm saying. Sure we do. They do design and make... Some beautiful products. Some superior products, for, for sure. I'm waiting, they for, out, I'm waiting for the peach so I can get away from apple. There you go. Yeah, absolutely. They, <laughs> I don't know if you've seen their newest video or not. It's, it's, it's a whole other... Oh, no. It's a whole other oh, no. thing. Are you going to wind me up? I think, I, think, mm. I think you'll appreciate it. As you all know, I am the founder of Apple, Tim Apple. <laughs> Please clap. Please clap. Here at Apple, we believe you should think different. And that's why you need to do what all the other parents are doing and get your kids an iPhone. iPhones aren't just great for turning adults into distracted, irritable drones. They can now ruin children's brains too. Just think of the possibilities. All the worst people in the entire world will now have instant access to your kids 24 seven and there's nothing you can do about it. Haven't had that awkward birds and the bees talk with your kids yet? Now you won't have to, because they'll have access to all kinds of the weirdest pornography at all hours of the day. Hold for applause. When they're as young as seven or eight years old, they'll learn all about sex. And frankly, they'll know more weird sex stuff than you could ever dream of. How does that even work? I don't know. I'm gonna have to ask my kids. Are you worried that your kid won't fit in with all the anxious, depressed, mentally ill kids at school? Now that you've gotten them an iPhone, they are sure to develop at least 17 new mental illnesses within the first month or your money back. That is the Apple guarantee. If you don't get your kid an iPhone, they won't fit in with all the other kids. They might even stay straight. 
or even worse, cisgender. And worst of all, they might not even become a furry. Apple has partnered with social media companies like Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook to ensure that your kid will be 100% brainwashed into woke ideology. You won't have to parent your kids anymore because they'll be parented by some blue-haired lady on TikTok. Which, let's be honest, leaves you more time to tune in to the next even woker season of Ted Lasso. Only on Apple TV. It's the right choice. It's the only choice. It's, of course, the mandatory choice. And if you don't get your kids an iPhone, well, let's just say that President Xi won't be too happy with you. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, so, uh, yeah. <laughs> the digital detox video of oh, the week. Oh my gosh. <clears throat> I've got to wow. send. I've got to send that to our pastor. Yes, I want him to show it someday. Yes, <laughs> please show that. Something tells me he might be hesitant. A little. It's a just, little aggressive. Just, just a scotch. It's a little. Well, aggressive. Babylon B tends to. Well, they don't see lines. I don't either. So well, I get it. they're so they're so smart. They are so funny. funny. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, how about the the digital detox for you at this point? What's the latest? I'm going to lesson? The, I'm going to the next level with it. So one of the things I'm doing is... You have know, you grayscaled? You know, yeah, I've grayscaled. Yes, okay. I have. I'll show the people what that is. Go so ahead. you can actually go into the settings and you can go under your, I think it's accessibility. It's accessibility. And is, you can and click you go on to filters. Display and text size. Yep. Then go down to filter. color filters. And when you turn them off... It's black and white. The phone goes black and white. Why is this important? Because colors, color theory is really... In, in, Interesting, right? So part of what I do for a living with branding is, is very color oriented. Mm -hmm. Certain colors mean certain things, can drive certain emotions, et cetera, et cetera. These companies have done millions of dollars of research to know what does what. Yeah. And those apps are related around it. And there's something psychological of that little red dot with the number of emails you have to answer mm -hmm. that once I went grayscale, I'm well, good. In a, I mean, it's amazing. In a general sense, uh, our our pastor actually showed us this little yeah, yeah. hack. Yeah. Um, and in a general sense, it's when you're looking at your phone, it wants you to think that it's it's your world, right? Oh yeah. It wants to pull you in. It wants it. it your life is here, right? Yes. When it's grayscale, it's it's like not real. This is real. Exactly right. That that's real. Yep. The, everything else is vivid and in color, and this yep. is. This becomes a tool. It's not a magnet for your brain. It's something that you can use. It so really makes a giant it difference. It does. And so the other thing I'm doing is I'm going through and listing out basically part of what he talked about with all the different um, books and things and psychologists that have been, you know, woven into the biblical premise of why we're doing a digital detox. Mm -hmm. If you go through and you go, okay, if this now is a tool, what does that look like? It's almost like if you're a woodworker like me, you reorganize your tools according to, <clears throat> excuse me, chisels, you got your saws, you got, you literally have it from how you need to use it in mm -hmm. order to get the result you want. And what you use most often. Exactly. Have it handy. Absolutely. Right. Your favorite tools, yep. right, right there. But what that does is now you're in control yep. of how you utilize them. You're not 
beholden to it trying to control your time. Well, every time and so you it gets open, really interesting. Every time you open your phone, and if you're like me, you have had I've gotten rid of a lot. Yeah, way too much junk on there. So I'm, me too. I'm like, okay, I, 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 where is that app? And you're scrolling. At that point, the device is controlling you. You're not controlling the yes. device. You're no, not. You're not. And when it's well organized, you're going, oh, boom, I'm there. It's it's a very different experience. And it's not just that, but where you have that device. Oh wow, that's big. Where you have it, I, I'm one of them. We were joking about it. How are you going to get rid of all the poop particles if you take it in the bathroom with you? Mm -hmm, you know, right. kinda, but everyone, I mean, I'm one of them, and I would be in there and go to get up, and oh gosh, my legs fell asleep. <laughs> I've been scrolling for a while, but all joking aside, we've all done it. We've yeah. been in there way too long, right? Because we need a break. Well, that's BS. I've stopped taking it in. Yeah. And guess what? Normal time frames, back engaged with my family, not really missing it. I'm not. So, so uh, when our brilliant pastor was going over all these stats of, of <laughs> like, for instance, 27% yeah. of people yeah. take their phone into the bathroom. He says, of course, that means that 73% of people not are, are liars. <laughs> 73% of people are liars yeah, because everybody yeah. takes it. Uh, it and, yeah. And I'm amazed as much as I travel, how many people, how many guys especially, mm -hmm. are on the phone while they're going to the bathroom talking to somebody. Yeah. Blows my mind. Yeah, I can't do that. I'm like, how the, That's are you weird. serious? Yeah. You know, it just blows my mind. Yeah. Hang on, honey. No. <laughs> going too far. Stop. <laughs> TMI. <laughs> Well, I've got other videos, but, uh, but you know, how much time have we been doing this? I don't this? know. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. Yeah. There, you know, that's the thing. We could keep going and going and going. You could, you could do it all night. Easily. Here's what I know right now from this episode. I know, number one, God's in control. Yes, he is. Jesus is king. Yes, he is. And the truth is starting to continually to be unveiled in such a manner that it's undeniable. Mm-hmm. And it takes people like us and you sharing our episodes and doing the other things, right? Because if we're going to go to different sources, vet them, and then share them, the mainstream media is not going to do that. Their whole goal, because they're owned by BlackRock and Vanguard and all, you know, they're owned by huge conglomerates. Sure. They want to control it. It's funny because I had an interesting conversation today with one of the guys I work with, uh, one of my clients, and he said, look... You know, it's these dang on politicians, Scott. That's the problem. I said, no, it's not. I said, think about it for a minute. It's the what? what would... The dang on politicians. Oh. That's the problem right now. No, none not. of them care. I said, no, it's not. I said, the politicians are the puppets of the corporations. Yeah. What did he, he say? He goes, well, you're an entrepreneur. You're a capitalist. Why are you? It's a timeout. Capitalism is nothing but a tool. What motivates someone to utilize capitalism comes from morality. So if there's no morals behind capitalism, it's just as evil as anything else. Yeah. And he, ba 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 backpedaling, right? And I was like, so who do you serve? Why do you want to serve them? Right. Why do they still need to be served? And then how are you going to do it? If you don't know those answers, you have fallen in the trap of this world saying this is how you operate a business. And if you don't operate this way, you're going to fail. It's a trap. And they control you, period. The bigger the companies are, the more control they have under the people they subcontract stuff to and the stuff right. they do business with. And they're going to control all the politicians because the politicians want that money just as bad as anybody else. Yeah. And so they control them. 
Well, the, what's going on currently with Target, oh. with the satanic guy and all of his stuff. Have you seen it, all of that? I'm not even going to show it. It's so vile. Mm. Bottom line is, if you love Jesus, you don't shop at Target. Not for a minute. What they're doing is so and, and, dark and, that's and really so hard. blatantly satanic. And it's hard for people because, I mean, I my it. wife and I love Target. Oh. But now, I, I, we love the convenience of Target. That's the truth. See, we have been lulled to sleep by yeah. Satan and his minions on convenience. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's easier. It's, yeah. It goes so deep. Yeah, and if you're wondering what we're talking about, just Google Target and trans, and you'll find it really, really fast. And uh, well, it started last year because they started, you know, celebrating, you know, LGBTQ and stuff with their displays, and that was the first. Okay, wait a minute, what is going on here? French company, guess what? We've got a good friend right now that's traveling Europe, and he sent a text group text to our little group that we belong to, our men's group, and in the text he said, "It's amazing in Europe." They're ahead of us by at least 10 years, mm-hmm. meaning that they are, they've gone down this road already. And you can't find God in most of their country. On top of that, there's an institute. I don't know if you've read this or not. can't remember the name of it. We'll have to find it and, and put it up so they can see it. But there's an institute over there that was the leading transgender affirming and um, actual, I guess, uh, psychology and physical transitioning um, place all throughout Europe. They just shut the doors because of the amount of people detransitioning, coming back and suing them. Mm-hmm. So we're seeing real time someone that's done this 10 years ahead of us, what the results are, and we're not paying attention. One of the products that is drawing a lot of ire from people that have brains and morality, mm-hmm. they have these new pride swimsuits. They boast tuck-friendly construction and extra crotch coverage, presumably to accommodate male genitalia, even if they are made in an otherwise female style. So it's so it's basically a one-piece women's suit <sighs> that will accommodate a man's genitals. Okay. And tuck them away so you don't know they are a man. Oh, but you would know. Oh, of course. Unbelievable. It's just creepy. It's it, just creepy. It's dark. And then the uh, designer guy, I can't pronounce his name, so I won't try, but I'll, I'll pop it up here so you can see who I'm talking about because you want to be aware of him. Uh, he's dark. He's straight up Satanist. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Absolutely a tool of the devil. And, and they are, they, no, no uh, pun intended, they pride themselves in mm-hmm. supporting this dude. Absolutely. So Absolutely. no is my answer. Which is a drag, you know? No pun intended. That, another one. Thank you. It never stops. That's Eva Rose's favorite store. <coughs> Papa, Target. Let's go. She, every time we see it, she, she, there's some little toy, something that she thinks she needs really desperately. And we'll go in there and walk around, and she just loves it. No, no, we can't do it. They're taking away joy. Well, they're replacing it with their version. That's not joy. It's not. No. It's manipulation. Yes, it is. Yeah. All right. Well, we could go on and on and on and on. And on. Uh, there is one quick thing that just caught my eye, just kind of a parting shot hmm. that I think uh, I think bears... Uh, 
report confirms dozens of senators are being issued taxpayer-funded satellite phones in preparation for a, quote, disruptive Oh, my event. gosh. So they're just basically getting ready for when they shut down the grid and screw us completely and mm -hmm. then try to take over. And they can still, but they can still, you know, can still talk to each mm -hmm. other and continue to plan the overthrow of the world. Well, that leads us right back to our giant eternal hook line. Jesus this is, is king. Still king. That's it. I don't care what they do. I don't care how smart they think they are. Our God does not fail. Never. And his love and his mercy are absolutely boundless. Endures forever. And his ability to smack down the devil <laughs> will never go away. And use everything, everything for his good. Yep. So, on that, quite frankly, very happy note, <laughs> I'm still Gary Chapman. And I'm still Scott Kutcher. He is. And the truth is very obviously still quite turbulent. Indeed. On the ground, a large fire just a couple hundred meters from the White House. On top of it, jumping on this windshield. The anger and the flames, it's all become soberingly familiar in this country. And now they are blocking freeway traffic as, as you can If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways then I'm gonna Forgive their sins and heal their land. Humble yourself and pray. Seek my face. And turn from your wicked ways Then I'm gonna hear from heaven Forgive your sins And I'll heal your You'll live.
my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. Then I will hear for heaven and I forget for sin and heal their land. Just pray.